Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 51 of On the Flank. I'm one of your host, John George, alongside Joe Kirkpatrick. Say hello, Joe. Hey, everybody. And Joe, uh, there might be a lot of playoff drama or whatever in the Overwatch League, but we're, we're paying attention to the real drama, and that's on our picks, our weekly picks, because, Joe, you're within one point of me after I went a lousy one for four last week. You went three for four. And now it's 42 to 41. What do you have to say to your haters, Joe? <laughs> do I have haters? <laughs> I don't oh, know. No. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I guess we've got one week to try to see how this is going to come down, at least in the regular season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a good chance. And we got some we got some good games this week to pick from. Um, but you, it's true. Yeah. I, I was dominating there for most of the season, and now you're you're within one point again. Um. It's it's coming down to the wire, but yeah, I guess we should talk about Overwatch League stuff or whatever, Joe, because um, there's some there there there's some uh, spots up for grabs here in the last week. Uh, luckily, because because of the Chengdu Hunters' win over the Houston Outlaws, uh, we do have one more top twelve spot up for grab this week. Um, the Los Angeles Valiant only need to win one game to make top 12 to make that play in uh and the Chengdu hunters are going to be sitting at home begging that the los angeles valiant don't <laughs> win a single game <laughs> pretty uh, much yeah because yeah. in fact um it was interesting la valiant with a 12 and 14 match record but actually plus one in maps so yeah. any win at all puts them over Chengdu. exactly uh luckily yeah, that that really helps for the drama too, Joe. Is both situations. Um, the other situation is Atlanta Rain uh, could likely take the London Spitfires top six spot if they win both of their games this weekend, um, and their map differential is way better than London's. So it we're we're very fortunate here that the drama isn't down to map differential because I always think that makes things iffy, and you're like, well, if they win this many maps. Uh, but in both situations, luckily, one team has a way better map, has a better map differential than the other. So we we know who's going to have the advantage there. Um, but maybe we should, because I think the most two of the, those two, I mean, those two storylines are the most important from this past weekend. But let's talk Atlanta rain first, because um, they're having a very nice stage, Joe, obviously. Um and they got two very, very important wins. And all of a the sudden, they've snuck up the standings. And honestly, they faced Dallas and Boston this weekend. They're most likely going to steal that top six spot right out of London's hands and guarantee themselves playoffs. Let's start Let's start by talking about the Washington Justice versus Atlanta Rain match because this was a real close one, right? Um, how, do you, how do you think Atlanta ended up pulling out, pulling out this one in the end, Jeff? Yes, it's a good question. I mean, um, it's the their first match on Friday, um, and like I said, this was uh, granted a Washington team that I think had been five and zero until then um, in this stage. I want to say, um, but th- but this was absolutely their first, uh, or like their hardest challenge um, so far at this stage. I mean, uh, against again an Atlanta team that was also undefeated and still is now. Um, uh, you, you know, it's, it's close enough to draw. Uh, let's see what that was Hanamura, uh, close enough to draw back then. But I mean, it's um, the, the the star power that you know I feel 
Uh, I, I almost feel dirty saying, you know, this the star power we've seen on Washington Justice uh, <laughs> through, through this stage, but um, against some of the slightly more consistent, uh, well, definitely more consistent names um, uh, on teams like Atlanta. I mean, it was um, back and forth all the way through. Um, uh, really nice, the uh, exciting holds and also map completions through the series. I mean. Um, I, I mean, you can. You, I'm sure you've got something to say about this too. I mean, you gave your your MVP uh, for this match, but uh, uh, but but yeah, super close. Um, I think Washington. I mean, obviously, best stage they've had this season. But um, you know, if they can keep keep playing like this or, or or learn to consistently play like this, I mean, there's nothing but good things really ahead. Yeah, um, and Joe, these are two Atlantic teams. So the Atlantic getting better now. Finally, or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's hard to say. Uh, but yeah, Atlanta. Um, they, yeah, I mean, I as you mentioned, I gave my MVP uh, to Baby Bay because I did give my. I I think Erster is Atlanta's best player, um, but I did give my MVP to Erster two weeks ago. I think. Um, I think so. Yeah. But I so I want to give Baby Bay some love because he not uh, not necessarily i mean he would he did super well in the justice match but more so in the london match he just absolutely popped off in that match um i mean i think he deserves some praise stuck stuck in the bench of the san francisco roster towards the end of last year and he he was sort of carrying that san francisco roster before sinatra and super turned 18 um and he's back to form for sure on his new team in atlanta um and and looking really really good this week, so I'm giving it to Baby Bay. Um, yeah, but I I think it's mainly the I think Erster and Baby Bay finally get to be on DPS heroes, finally get to show how how great they are. Um, and I think that's the main reason Atlanta's having so much success this stage. Uh, obviously two 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 fits their style pretty well, as well as Washington. I uh, got to give props to Washington for for a great stage. Um, it's true. Even though they weren't able to go undefeated, uh, they were they were able to prove that they have potential. Okay. Um, yeah, and Atlanta beat London four zero. We want to talk about London for a second and like where. I just want to ask you, like, is there any chance London, like, wins, the, the, repeats the championship? Do you see this team doing that this year? I mean, I think arguably I would have said last year that I didn't see them <laughs> winning, winning last year That's either. Um, but, but, but yeah, you, I mean, you can't, you know, realistically say that you do. I mean, a, a team that. Um, or a London team that picks up two points in four maps against Atlanta, um, and, and again, it's a, it's a hot Atlanta, but it's um, it is Atlanta, you know, nonetheless. Um, and that, that was their only match last week. Going through some of their history, they beat Houston, not exactly a well, I don't know, but they lost to Vancouver, they lost to Florida. Um, is some of these teams that are you know. I think maybe surprising some of the like traditionally top teams um, when when they come up and face them. I think that might be that might be part of it. But you know the London that's sitting at four and three in this stage is um, definitely gonna face some weird stuff in the 
in the play-ins. Because, like I said, I think you're right um, that Atlanta is looking at two more wins next week. I don't think that's uh, that's going to be difficult for them over Dallas and Boston. Um, and so, yeah, likely London uh, trying to come out of uh, like a top seed in the play-ins. But even that is going to be hard. We mentioned with a uh, with Chengdu or with Valiant and Dragons sitting at like the um, the, the very bottom of the play-in bracket. Yeah, uh, that could be an easy... F- well, I guess they can't be in the first round of the play-in. That's, that's true. Yeah, but, uh, but still, yeah, <laughs> all those teams are really good. Yeah, that's actually a big advantage for for the two for Seoul. I guess it's going to be guaranteed to be Seoul at this point, right? For Seoul and uh, either Atlanta or London, uh, because I, you only I, need to win I one guess, game. Yeah, it probably is guaranteed Seoul. I was going to say Atlanta could go one and one, but then they would be probably eighth, and Seoul would be seventh. Yeah, so I think Seoul is guaranteed like a buy in the play-in, but that a buy in the play-in is big because you only need to win one game and then you're in the playoffs. Um, yeah, that's I I I'm, I I agree with you about London. I don't know. I I I don't think they're they were super inconsistent last year. That was the thing too, right? Like we, yeah. we were saying the same thing at at this time last year in the schedule. <laughs> I was just going to say, I mean, we did uh, have that big meta change going into playoffs, too. But guess what? Uh, Sigma and New Brig and all that stuff is coming out for playoffs this year. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's it's crazy. Yeah. So anything could happen. Um, But London also has to face a bunch of tough teams in the play-ins, like you're mentioning. Chengdu, Shanghai, LA Valiant. I like all three of those teams. Uh, Guangzhou Charge, I think, is definitely going to be in the playoffs. So, um, I, it, there are some really good teams in the play-ins. Um, so London's <laughs> that's unfortunate for London. Um, but it was really this big game against Atlanta that they should have won. <laughs> uh, it came down to we didn't think it was going to matter, but it did. It did matter a lot. Uh, let's let's go back in time a little bit because this is uh, a match that you have chosen as your match to re-watch, Joe. And it's Seoul Dynasty versus Shanghai Dragons. Why should, Absolutely. Why should we re-watch it, Joe? Um, I mean, this was, I think, one of the matches I was looking the most forward to this week. Um, again, just because of the some of the playoff implications. I mean, this was um, Seoul-Shanghai essentially fighting for 7-8. I think they were 7-8 or maybe 8-9 and nine, um, going into this week. Uh, but w- but with a win over Shanghai, uh, Seoul sitting at eight now, and Shanghai at eleven. I mean, uh, it's, it's it's a pretty big jump. But uh, but the other notable thing about this match was just how uh, relatively one sided it was. I mean, um, uh, obviously these, these are still good, both good teams, and like I said, I think um, they're both going to be relatively strong in the play-ins. But uh, but but this particular match, um, I mean, Fleta came back off the bench. He hasn't. He hasn't played tons this season. Uh, I think more recently, um, but so my my MVP I'm giving out is Defleta this week. He just played amazing on the DPS. Lots of Farah. Um, there were, there were several good Farah maps that played in this series. But uh, Shanghai finally coming out with with map four, but uh, with uh, two full holds in a row on Hanamura on Blizzard World, um, just not looking. Um, very receptive to <laughs> some of the play that that I mean, Soul was throwing him. I think it's 
I forget which of the casters was pointing out that uh, it's interesting that Shanghai for all for all the uh, prowess they had on the uh, the Widowmaker Farah in like stage three and and beating other teams with it are really having a hard time uh, playing against it um, here in stage four. And I mean, when you have people like Fleta and um, who was even playing Widowmaker Fitz um, for for Soul, uh, yeah, that it, yeah, it's, it's being super successful against um, uh, against Shanghai. Yeah, it's interesting. Shanghai's so they lost to Seoul and they lost to Paris this week, both three one. Um, and there's just been interesting development around the board for for all these playing teams here. Um, but I, I like to call. I mean, I want to point this out that last year in stage three, it's not necessarily a curse for the winner of stage three, but it's a curse for teams who dominate in stage three. Last year in stage three, Boston Uprising went ten and zero, uh, and the next stage they absolutely sucked a lot, like Shanghai is doing. Um, so I think it's, it's I think it's a curse, Joe. There's a curse going on. I mean, next year that won't be possible because there is no stage three. Um, it's true. It's true. But it'll go down in infamy as the stage three curse. Boston and Shanghai, the two teams that could have been dominant. Um, and it's weird because Boston like. All of Boston's drama was in stage three. They lost one of their best players in stage three and had to reshift the roster, yet they went 10 and 0. But I guess they did lose Krusty after stage three. So that's also true. Yeah. Um, and then we have season two uh, San Francisco Shock as a result. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. If oh God, if they could have kept Krusty, Boston would have been, they would have been good. Um, Clearly, they were with they were good with Krusty, but that, that team has got a lot of drama in the uh, that we could talk about another day. But uh, <laughs> let's talk about the other game Soul played real quick, Joe, because they ended up losing to the Philadelphia Fusion. I think you're hyping up Fleta and Soul just so you could be like, yeah, I guess the Fusion are even better than this really good Soul team. <laughs> Is that what that was? I think so. Uh, it was, uh, you know, I think if I uh, did, we pick this one last week. I don't remember. No, I don't, I don't think, think we no, did. We didn't. Uh, but if we had, I think I honestly probably would have picked against Philly. Same um, here. But but uh, but yeah, being you know, able to come back against that that was super big and uh, helped them secure. They've got a, a solid top twelve spot now. In fact, um, also sitting at fifteen and thirteen, uh, uh, just below Seoul uh, again with a negative map differential somehow because because Philly is Philly, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, it was another good match. Um, and yeah, it's um, when it's been this way through the whole season. But it still is true that like when Philly's actually playing well, that uh, <laughs> they do find success. Um, but it's weird consistency consistency things, and I think it's a a lack of depth uh, to an extent that that's one of the problems with this this roster, unfortunately. Yeah. So hopefully those. I and I mean, there's obviously. Um, not like the ability to be able to make remaining changes for that, like in time for this season, but, um, but uh, maybe in the future, that's something they just really need to be looking at. Oh yeah, definitely. Hear me out, Joe. Philadelphia Fusion right now, as it sits, they would be facing the Shanghai Dragons in the first round of the play-in. That's a, I think that's a win. Shanghai Dragons not looking good. 
in the second round, they might be facing Seoul again, who they just beat. And then if they beat Seoul, they're in the playoffs, Joe. Philadelphia. Would they be playing Shanghai or Chengdu or Valiant? Uh, I think they'd be playing Shanghai. I think it would be 9 versus 12 and 10 versus 11, probably. Oh, is Shanghai 11 right now? Yeah. Question mark. Yes, but it depends. It depends what happens. Right now they're 11. It depends um, what happens. Oh, I see. They would probably be playing Valiant. Well, it depends if Shanghai wins or not. Who's Shanghai playing? Guangzhou. Oh, right, because the Guangzhou win. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yes. Um, so if Shanghai That's wins, fun. they'll face Shanghai. But if Shanghai loses, they'll most likely face Valiant. If Valiant gets a win, it's a confusing it's a confusing thing. But if they do face Shanghai, Philly, they could possibly just sneak right in there, Joe. They could just walk walk right through. Yeah, it's true. They would need um they they need uh like season one postseason performances from from Carpe and EQO, but it's it's certainly possible, I think. Yeah. I mean they I mean, they've <laughs> they've spent most of this season sitting right at, you know, ten eleven being sort of this this uh you know, step into like the upper two teams. They gotta, they gotta close the door. I think on on some of these play-in teams, if if that's something they're looking to do. Oh yeah, I mean Philly versus. I think Philly and Shanghai are like the two probably worst play-in teams right now. So if they have faced each other. That'd be very nice for Philly because I think Philly's a little bit better than Shanghai currently. Um, but Philly did just beat Seoul, so I guess they can't be talking that crap. Um. What else should we talk about? I uh, are Hangzhou Spark good again? I wanted I want to <laughs> say they're good again because I want the Gladiators to still be good. Is that okay, Joe? Oh, I see. Yeah, it's it's fair. They're they're three to three, right? In this stage, that's yeah, that's and something, I guess. <laughs> haven't they? They've won three in a row. Two, one of those against Chengdu. One of those against the Los Angeles Gladiators. That's pretty good. It's true. It's true. I think they're good again, Joe. There you go. At least temporarily until they're seventeen and ten, Joe. They're good. Yeah. <laughs> but I was gonna say until we get to play-ins, but I keep forgetting they're sitting at four in the standings right now. Yeah, they're really good. Um, yeah, a lot of the. I mean, we should mention this, but a lot of these team seasons have ended. They're done, Joe. Um, this is their final record for a lot of these teams, which is interesting. I can't believe it's over for some of these teams. Yeah. Um, I'll have to wave goodbye to Paris and Dallas and Houston and Boston. And yeah. All of them, but it'll be good, though. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see a lot more of them. Uh, well, not a lot more. The same amount more of them next season. <laughs> yes, exactly. But a lot more of uh, their fans we'll see next season, Joe. Because especially Dallas and Washington, we'll see a lot of their fans. Um, but it's true. We'll 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 talk about that in a bit. Is there anything else you want to talk about from this week? Uh, I mean, we have to mention the yes. the gigantic applause um, in the Dallas Show match. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> That it was it was really long. I didn't actually ever go back to see how long it actually was, but it was more than half an hour long in between rounds on Havana. Um, yeah. And initially, people were saying it was like a that Unko had a mouse issue or something, but apparently it was more than that. Like it was a actual like game bug that like he couldn't move and 
got disconnected and there was this whole big thing. <laughs> so that's great. They, they they did the the Watchpoint post show early, yeah, I saw just that. to try to fill time. And they they had a they had an IRL Hanzo one v one between I forget who it was now Brennan Corey I think. Oh yeah 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 I think it was Brennan Corey. Yeah. Anyway, just crazy stuff with with that particular match. Yes. <laughs> um, I also. I think Guangzhou won anyway. Yeah, four zero, four zero them. <laughs> I, I mean, they already had won the game. It was three zero. They already had won the game, and they just had to like finish this last map. Um, yeah, Chengdu Houston is something I should also mention because that's my match to rewatch. Um, it's true. This was the most exciting match by far because if. Chengdu lost LA Valiant um, I think was just automatically in playoffs yeah I think they were just automatically in playoffs um, but Chengdu made this weekend more exciting by winning um, and now LA Valiant has to beat either the Gladiators or San Francisco Shock which are it is, it's plausible that they go 0-2 for sure and I think it's most likely that they go 0-2 next weekend so Chengdu Hunters probably saved their play-in hopes here um with with a map five win against houston um and i think it was close to reverse sweep no it was not um it was not a reverse sweep uh but yeah it was a close match it was good it came down to the wire on lijing tower basically um it was fun to watch that's my match to rewatch um it's one of the only match it's one of the only matches that just has like play in hopes on the line here so uh that's that's the stuff I like to see. Anything else from week four of stage four, Joe? Uh, nothing. Well, well, I guess it's notable for Florida got two four O's. That's also something. Florida's too good, Joe. Because evidently Florida's good now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Florida's way too good. They finished six and twenty-two on the season. Washington finished eight and twenty. Um. They're actually dead tied with with the the Toronto Defiant at eight and twenty with negative thirty three map differential. Both of them tied for eighteenth, Joe. That's right. That means <laughs> that means Washington Justice is not the second worst team in this league anymore, Joe. Congratulations to them. True. And probably won't be after Boston loses both games this weekend uh, and drops to nineteenth place. Uh, but yeah, as far as the rest of the standings go, we've mentioned it throughout the show. Basically, sh- this weekend, Shanghai Dragons are playing. Shanghai Dragons, Chengdu Hunters, and LA Valiant are playing for spots. Shanghai Dragons has made the play-in, but they're playing for seeding at this point. So they want a win against Hangzhou um, if they want to face Philadelphia, probably. Uh, Chengdu is sitting at home. Their season's done, but they're waiting to see if the Los Angeles Valiant will win. Chengdu's at 13 and 15. Los Angeles Valiant's at 12 and 14 with two games this weekend. Uh, their map differential is plus one and Chengdu's is minus 11. So LA Valiant has the advantage there. So LA Valiant only needs to win one game basically. And they are going to be taking Chengdu's spot in the play-in. The other important standing note here is that, and we mentioned this at the beginning of the show too, Atlanta Rain is in seventh place at 14 and 12 currently with a 13 plus 13 map differential. London Spitfires at 16 and 12 with a plus six map differential. So if Atlanta Rain win their two games this weekend, which is against Boston and Dallas, so most likely will happen, 
um, they will take London Spitfire's spot in the playoffs. And I think, I mean, the only other thing being played for is Los Angeles Gladiators could possibly are could possibly get four seed instead of Hangzhou Spark, I guess. Um, Probably, yeah. If they which uh, does if Hangzhou loses, LA wins. Which doesn't make a difference, really, because they'll still just be facing each other in the playoffs. Um, But yeah, I guess could, I guess Atlanta possibly could get the fifth seed from LA Gladiators too. That could happen. Um, If the Gladiators lose, Atlanta wins both their games and has a better map differential, which they most likely would after winning two games. Uh, So that could also happen. Um, if Bo- if Boston loses three two twice, then they also end up tied for eighteen, or I guess it'll be a three way tie for seventeen. Oh, jeez! I hope <laughs> I, I hope that happens. I hope it's two map fives for Boston this weekend. Yeah, and if they lose both, that would be unfortunate. But it would also mean we get a three way tie. <laughs> yeah, three way tie. I want it. Um, they should do a tiebreaker. Everyone wants to see a tiebreaker. Uh. Let's move on to the news, Joe. Flying Ace Winston. They did it. They gave the London Spitfire a championship skin, and it is one for Winston where he um, is sort of a Spitfire-themed monkey man. Um, Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, it's avail- <laughs> It's going to be available starting August 29th through September 16th, and you use owl tokens to buy it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's 200 tokens, just like the Jonak one and all. Cool. You going to get it? Uh, probably, yeah. I got another 100 token drop last couple of days. Nice. So hopefully, cross fingers, I'll have enough that I don't have to buy any tokens, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Uh, and we still got a week till it comes out. So yeah, um, I'll get some more this weekend, probably with the matches. Yeah, just get put in put in some game picks, Joe. Get, get, some, get some big tokens. Ooh, that too. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I've been getting some I mean, you get twenty five tokens from from getting your first win in game picks, I think, or something. Every milestone, yeah. Yes. Which is like one and three and five and ten and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh but yeah, it's a cool skin. I like it. Um I like it a lot. He's got a mustache. Did I say that yeah, already? I don't think you said that. That's big information. He okay. does. It's true. <laughs> Uh, next piece of news: Vancouver assigned TZ. Uh, I didn't know this was leaked by Fanatic several weeks ago. Yeah, they they were or they put up his a uh, Vancouver Titans TZ jersey jersey on their store several weeks ago and then took it down. But Reddit noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Reddit notices whenever um, whenever <laughs> Fanatics fucks up. They're they're constantly just searching fanatics uh website to see see when they're gonna screw up uh it's true yeah <laughs> uh but tz he actually was on runaway for a bit joe so he, this is a former runaway man returning to returning to his teammates it's true it was like what was the pathway for him is like london spitfire to some other contenders team to run away to something else or maybe he was on runaway still he went from Ryan. I'm here on his Liquipedia. He went from Runaway to London Spitfire to London Spitfire Inactive to XL2 Academy to Guangzhou Academy to Chicken Contendies to Grunto Esports to Vancouver Titans. 
Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> All over the place. And obviously the best team he was on was the Chicken Contendies. My, f- oh, yeah. my favorite team name. But I didn't realize he was on London after Runaway. I assumed he was like an OG London and then left to go to Runaway, but I guess it's not the case. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, he was on Runaway and then London. Crazy. He was, so I guess he was one of the first Runaway players to, maybe the first Runaway player to get to be on an Overwatch League roster. Hmm. Um, but yes, he exists now. <laughs> so maybe he's, maybe he's going to be their Sigma one trick. I like how that implies that... If you're not in Overwatch <laughs> League, you don't exist. You don't exist. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Um, 2020 schedule revealed, Joe. This was big. Um, you could go on the Overwatch League website right now. There's a whole PDF file of every single game for next year. Every single place they're going to be hosted. What time they're going to be at. Um, and who's playing who. And uh joe you've you've made a spreadsheet already so i feel like you should uh i mean you've started a spreadsheet i feel like you should be the one to point out some significant things about the schedule well uh let's see we've got first of all no stages uh so that's significant there's it's a 20 uh 27 week season um i think it's well it's 26 week season and then week 13 everybody has off um because week 13 is the all-star uh, weekend, which I believe is um, it's like the first weekend in May, I want to say. Uh, it's like the, yeah. the second and third or something of May 2020. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's the all-star weekend. But 13 weeks before that, 13 weeks after, uh, everybody still has 28 matches. That hasn't changed. Um, you still play every team in your own division twice and every team in the opposite division once. Um, notably, and again, sort of the the process I've been going through with the schedule is, um, the, like going through and trying to pull because what they released was, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's just a big PDF with all of the matches listed, but like all in a row for everybody. And so I was trying to go through and pull out each individual team schedule just to get a better view of it. Yeah. Um, so I've done a little bit, of, I've done a little bit of that. But one thing, one of the things I've noticed. So for every single team, um, without exception, um, all or or most um, most by far of the inner div- or of the play within your own division um, is in the first half of the season. Like San Francisco Shock, their first fifteen matches are all against other Pacific teams, um, and then the second half of the season is when um, all of the cross divisional play happens, so they they go and play the five teams of Atlantic North, uh, five team five games in a row, sixteen through twenty, and the five teams of Atlantic South, uh, twenty three through twenty seven, uh, for for their last few matches. But but that's the same for every team, so we w- we won't see any cross divisional matches until like week fifteen or sixteen yep. of the season, which is interesting. Yeah, um, it's yeah. yeah. We should note like it's the same as this year. Basically, you face you face everyone in the Atlantic twice, and then everyone in the Pacific once if you're in the Atlantic or whatever. Um, but it's just it's just scheduled completely differently. Basically, like once they hit the once they hit the All Star break, that's when they're like, okay, now we're gonna now you're gonna be going to China and all this stuff, basically. 
if you're in the Atlantic. Yeah. But it, and you were mentioning earlier, uh, we were talking about this a little bit before the show, uh, that that also sort of has the effect of insulating the divisions, um, like for the entire first half of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, for example, if Pacific ends up being really good um, next year like they are this year, um, we wouldn't be able to tell that as easily um, just because they wouldn't be playing any Atlantic teams uh, for like the very first entire half of the season. Yeah, basically. I mean, it could be a situation like Chengdu or someone who some someone at the bottom of the Pacific, basically, right now, who's still really good. Um, just because, like Chengdu, if Chengdu only faced Pacific teams, I feel like they'd be they'd have a much worse record. Um, but they've they're very good in comparison to the Atlantic teams currently. Um, so th- there might be a situation like that that we have to always keep in mind next year, kind of. Um, that was kind of my point of that. Um, but yeah, I'm Joe, I'm being told I have to go to breakfast pretty soon. So we might have to skip USA and UK rosters this week and bring them to next week. We can mention the France one though. They were, we talked about their 12 man roster. Oh, um, yes, yes, yes. Last week, but they have brought it down now to seven. Uh, so we're looking at, uh, their DPS line, Leaf, Hardest, and Soon. Mm. Uh, not- notably, I think AKM was dropped. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure he was on that list. Uh, Chubbs and Poco uh, for the tank line. Uh, Poco, obviously, for Philadelphia Fusion. And support line, uh, Hip for Paris Eternal. And FD God okay. from Young and Beautiful. They're going with more contenders talent than, than we thought. So uh, It's true. Yeah, some new names. That is notable, Joe. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, let's predict, let's predict Kit Kat weekend, because this is important for you, Joe, you're one game behind me here and we're, it's true. we're probably going to include playoffs in our picks. So this, this wouldn't be it, but, uh, you definitely want to get ahead of me here. Um, but Kit Kat weekend has some great matches, not as great as they could have been, but still great. Um, let's start with San Francisco Shack versus Vancouver which uh, we haven't seen in a while here, Joe, right? We haven't seen this since stage two. Stage two. Uh, um, it's crazy. And it, this is a completely different meta now. So this is a completely different match almost. Um, and I still have to pick first because I'm ahead of you. <laughs> that, was, that was my devious plan all along. <laughs> just be just one behind. One behind you. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go San Francisco Shock because I think they're the best team in this meta still. Um, I think Vancouver's a little bit worse in this meta than goats. So I think this, I think this would be like a three, one game. Probably this is going to be three, one shock. Yeah. I think this is one I can't really disagree on. Um, (laughs) just, just with, uh, with how well they've been playing and specifically with, with how consistently, consistently they've been playing this, um, stage. I mean, it's one thing to, um, to have, you know, flashes of greatness. I mean, lots of teams have showed us that, but, to be like consistent all the way through, through that is super important. And they've been successful with that. Yeah. Uh, shock, shock win that one. And then we have the battle for LA, which is I think going to be a really, really close one. I think this is LA Valiant's chance to, to make the playoffs here. So um, gladiators valiant uh, as a gladiators fan, I'm going to go gladiators. I can't pick against them in the battle for LA Joe. I just can't. Yeah. It's, um, like I said, I, I think it's uh, I mentioned last week or the week before or something. I, I think it's unlikely Valiant goes 2-0 this week. Um, 
the, the question is which um, or both of these matches do they lose? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I think I think I'm going with you again. I think I'm I'm also picking Gladiators oh. here. Um, that it, it's it, you're right. It is going to be super close, and it's going to be. I think. Um, it's not hard at all to say this is going to be one of the best matches of the week, um, but yeah, I think uh, I think it probably is is going to Gladiators in the end. Okay, uh, yeah, I thought you might I thought you might go against me on that one. I thought that might have been the one, but uh... yeah, I did too. But <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't thought that far ahead. Okay, uh, Hangzhou Hangzhou Spark Shanghai Dragons is the next one we're going to predict, um, which actually does have some some. Uh, some importance to towards these teams seedings um uh shanghai dragons hangzhou spark i'm gonna go hangzhou spark um just to stick with my story that hangzhou spark is good now and that's the reason why the gladiators lost to them um so (laughs) i'm gonna go hangzhou spark also shanghai has been a dud this stage so yeah i was gonna say do is this the match that i differ on with Shanghai sitting at a one and five in stage <laughs> four, <laughs> that that is the question. Uh, I, I, usually, I try to take. Usually, I try to think about this uh, ahead of time. Uh, but I mean, to be fair, I did pick the matches this week for the first time, and you didn't. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, a Shanghai, a Shanghai that lost to to Toronto and Paris is not. You, you gotta assume they're not favored against Hangzhou. I might have to go back and swap my Valiant pick, honestly. Okay. Uh, but let me. Do you want to see what we do d- for the last one first, or? Uh, I mean, do you think we're, we can. Do you think, yeah. gonna, do you think we're gonna pick the same one? Because I think we will too. <laughs> I, I think we will. Yeah. Oh, this is this is hard because you know you're right. I don't want to do four that are the same as yours, um, but. Yeah, I don't think I can pick Shanghai, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I really don't. Um, again, for this team that's gone yeah. one in five this stage, it's it's don't hard do it, to... Don't do it, Joe. Don't do it. Hard to go with them. Let's <laughs> pick Hangzhou. Yeah. Our last match is NYXL versus Vancouver, which is a match we've been hyping up all season long because, I mean, these are the top two teams on the standings, maybe not top two teams in heart or if we thought about it for a second we'd be like no they're not the top two teams obviously uh but they're the top two teams in the standings they haven't faced each other all this season maybe in the stage playoffs i don't know maybe once i can't remember uh maybe stage one but i don't remember yeah (laughs) um but they are facing each other uh and i'm gonna pick vancouver because nyxl is not good in this meta yeah, it's, it's, so that one, like I said, yeah, we, it's, um, I, I expected we'd pick the same one. That's it's also the case here. I think uh, Vancouver is, um, like I said, much much better looking um, here in Stage Four, but also New York. I mean, they 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 win some of the games that they're supposed to, um, but they decidedly don't win all of the games that they're supposed to, which is a problem when you're. When you're looking to be like a, a top tier team like that, so I can I guess what that means is that I guess I'm going to go back and pick Valiant over Gladiators. Okay. Um, which I'm not super confident in, but uh, numbers wise, that's the that's the risk I'm going to take. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I think that is going to be the best match of the yeah. week, though. Um, 
If, uh, I, for, I, don't, I forget which of these they've designated as the match of the week, but uh, I think that one should be it's it. It's probably Atlanta-Boston. Uh, or Boston, New York. It's probably one of these bad ones, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, that's the one I would I would have switched back on if I were you. Like I kind of think I honestly think Valiant will win that match, but I want the Gladiators to win very badly. <laughs> um, so we'll have to see. We will have to see. Uh, apologize to the listeners for making this episode a little bit shorter, but I gotta get going. Uh, any last thing to say before we go, Joe? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, this is the last week of the regular season, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Uh, and then playoffs will be, or play-ins will be the week, right? There's like a week break or something. Is there? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. There's either yeah, it's it, either play-ins. It it's either play-ins, then a break in playoffs, or a break then play-ins then playoffs. I actually don't have the play-ins on my calendar, so I have no idea okay. when the play-ins are. <laughs> I'm guessing it's just a week later, a lot like the stage playoffs were. Um, yeah. But it's also a meta change, so maybe it's not a week later. I'm guessing, I don't know. This is a tough one, actually. Um, well, actually, no, because in fact, that was a piece of news we didn't cover, but it was the coach of um, Atlanta Rain, I believe, tweeting that their practices this week were going to be on the Sigma patch. Uh, rather than on this this patch for their last couple matches, because he said um, something about two days is not enough time oh. to, to to prepare for that patch. So yeah, I think it must be probably Thursday the 29th is when those um, play-ins must start. Okay, so there is a patch change, and they're just doing it right away. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. well, we can talk about that next week. Uh, Evidently, yeah. <laughs> everyone enjoy their the last rivalry weekend. In in Los Angeles, California, we've never had games there, so enjoy them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, go, go watch that battle for LA. Have a good week. <laughs>